This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 134th episode of Talk Direction. And we are live! Yay! <laughs> we are live on YouTube right now. So if you're listening to this in the future um, and you didn't catch the live stream, then you can go to our Twitter um, at talk underscore direction and go see. There's going to be a link up at the top where you can click and watch this live um, and see the video footage of us talking together. And yeah, pretty much. Um, I know Stephanie is here uh, in listening live. So if anyone else is listening live, feel free to drop a comment in the chat and we will see it and add it into the episode. Um, And yeah, so... I realized that this was also like our first time like video chatting, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> when we were first recording, um, like the first time I came on, I like wasn't sure if it was going to be video or not. And I was like prepared for mm-hmm. it to be video. And then it was like just voice, which was relieving because then I felt like it was yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I always try to remember to tell people that, yeah. um, that it's just voice. Right. Um, I mean, there's a number of reasons because like our old recording program like that's how it recorded and I didn't know what it would do if it like if we did video mm-hmm. um but now the recording that I use I think you can do video and it's fine but like often I'm like I would rather just not do video because yeah. like then you have to like think about how you look and right. blah 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 <laughs> um but yeah yeah for this for this one I was like okay I'll shower I'll do my makeup like <laughs> live streaming yeah, I did. I did shower, but that was about the extent of my <laughs> getting ready. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm like super like my whole like lighting is very dark, so I couldn't find a good it's area magical. where I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my window is like to the left of me, but like mm-hmm. I can't rotate it that way because I'm on my couch, and so then it doesn't uh-huh. really work. I have like my laptop on a big dog crate. You have right you have the like half. In the light, half in the dark look. Oh, do I? Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Looks cool. Um, Okay, so this is, we're doing this live episode because it is the one-year anniversary of Harry's album being released, his first solo album, which is so exciting. Um, And what was I going to say about it? I don't know. It's just like, I felt like I wanted to celebrate um and because i feel like it is a momentous occasion you know what i'm saying it like, is it feels it's like crazy how like yeah. fast it feels like it like it's been out so much longer than a year mm-hmm. like i can't remember i mean i can but like it's hard to remember like the feeling like before it came out and like we didn't know what it was going to sound like yeah and how exciting that was i i feel like that's like so much of what I have to say today like it's so hard because now in hindsight we're like oh like we know all this information but like trying to remember back when we didn't know anything um I think is interesting like I really I keep saying this I want to go listen back to those episodes where like Kara and I tried to predict 
Oh, yeah. Like, and I think we did a pretty spot on job for Harry. But like, we mm-hmm. couldn't have known the extent of it. Or we couldn't have known like, that his outfits would look like this. And we couldn't have known like, you know, what his songs would actually sound like. Um, right. So, yeah, it's just like, we, we didn't know he'd be on tour. We didn't even think he was gonna have an album. Like, until we didn't even know if like we yeah. would be getting an album by now and now we've had an album yeah. for a year so pretty crazy yeah. um but yeah so how are you feeling let's check in with that because we were supposed to record an episode this week and then you got sick and yeah. you can still hear that you're sick a bit yeah i'm i got pretty sick over last weekend i got like a really bad sore throat and like cough situation and then everything just like declined really fast. So I was supposed to do this dance performance for my like pole studio tonight actually. But last week I got like this really bad knee pain. It's called just like runner's knee. It's kind of like a vague term, but basically <laughs> like I had to like drop out of the performance. And then I also got these like weird bumps on my head. And anyways, it's just like <laughs> my body like, falling apart this week. <laughs> so I'm definitely feeling better like with my throat and stuff, but obviously I sound weird and I'm probably gonna be like coughing and making like some random gross noises throughout this, so I apologize. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that's what we like here on Dr. Action, phlegmy throat noises. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you get better and I'm glad you can still be here today. Um, yeah, me too. I know, and- well, the upside of me not performing is that now I have this morning free, so. <laughs> Yeah, there's always a silver lining for sure. And I had Kesha on the show when she was wonderful. Right. Was that That's great. yesterday? Was she on? No, I two days ago. Well, I think or, it was yesterday when you released it. Or maybe oh, yeah. it was yesterday when I listened to it. Well, I released it. I released it when we, we recorded, but I'm not sure. I, I think it was Thursday we recorded. Oh. Um, but yeah, so she was amazing. So if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I only listened to the first half so far, but I really enjoy it. Yeah. Sorry for all my, um, like, my mic was not working or something. We're trying to figure it out this time, but there's a lot of static sounds, and I didn't know how to fix it. And I didn't yeah. know until I was in the editing phase, so that was a bit disappointing. Um, but, yeah, so um, I wanted to mention the Patreon, as I do at the beginning of every episode. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash talk direction. And that is where we have a whole bunch of fun bonus content um, for you lovely listeners. Uh, last episode, Kesha and I talked about, oh, last episode for TDDL, which is like the extra mini podcast we do over there, um, where we talked about what we'd want to see in a Harry Styles tour documentary. Um, and this episode, Lucia and I are going to try to rank Harry's songs from favorite to least favorite. I don't know if you saw that in the doc. I, I didn't. didn't. Really. I was like, wait, that's the wrong <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't prepare for it. So I figured we could okay. just like struggle and try to rank them. Well, um, it'll probably be more honest if we don't prepare because we'll just have to like say what comes to our, our heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's that's what we're gonna do do this episode. I figured that'll take at least a half hour. Um, <laughs> and then there's more videos over there uh, that I've been doing. I need to do some more for May. So if you guys have any recommendations for videos that you want to see or like fashion videos or anything like that, hit me up on Twitter or on the Patreon um, with what you'd like to see. 
Um, but yeah, let's move on to the actual episode. And again, if you're listening live, I can't see the count. What's, oh, it says five people are watching. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, if you're listening live, then feel free to write in at any point um, and make commentary on anything that we're discussing today. Um, and we will throw you into the chat. Now I'm trying to find, I've got about like 10 different um like windows of internets with each of them have like 50 tabs on them. So like when I exit out of one thing, it's very hard to find it again. But <laughs> um, Yeah, I me too. It, so. I have like my phone on my left and then I have like the screen where our faces are. And then also on my phone, it's like our faces, but like delayed a minute. And then I have the doctor. <laughs> I'm like looking all over the place. Like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's all very confusing I, I feel like I need like six like screens around me and like so I'm like some yeah. like, technological wizard in like one of those movies where they're like right. spies but really I'm just like recording talk direction <laughs> but same thing yeah um I also wanted to quickly say that um this episode is just going to be us celebrating and remembering Harry's album and then there's a second part um, which is also out already, that is us actually listening to the album and going through it, like, song by song and, like, that live listen. So this will just be, like, reminiscing and talking about the album and how it's changed and grown, and then the second part will be us listening live to the episode. But online, it's all one big, long video. So let's just get into it. Um, last year, on May 12th, Harry put out his first solo album, um, and this was the moment we'd been waiting for, for, I want to say, like, such a long time, but it was also, like, it felt like, oh my gosh, we got it so soon, like, May, yeah. like, I wasn't expecting it to be so soon, because I feel like even in February, I don't know if we knew that we were getting an album, like, when was the first time that we knew that an album was coming from Harry? Do you remember? It was, like, the first white Instagrams, right? Well, didn't he do the white Instagrams for the Another Man? Oh, yeah. So the second one, because he did, what well, for Sign of the Times, I feel like, remember there got rumors released that Sign of the Times was coming? Yeah. Was that the first time we knew? I think probably. Yeah. I feel so like, like I want to look it up now. Because, yeah, even if we look on his, twi on his Instagram, because you, you can scroll back pretty easily on Harry's. Um, I want to see when he posted those. Yeah. Um, because I think that was like the first time. Yeah, he posted March 25th. Oh, yeah, I remember because it was like the big. Oh, that's day. right. Yeah. So that was, we, that was the first we heard about Solo Harry putting something out, I think. Yeah, and I think it, you're right. It just came out like Mar that's March. It was just over, it was like a month and a half. That's crazy. Wow. But that makes sense because I remember it, like, I don't remember, like, a ton of, like, waiting. Yeah. It was very quick. Yeah. I, think, I feel like there may have been rumors that he was going to be on something and, like, he was going to perform. We kept saying, like, oh, maybe he'll perform at the Grammys. Like, right. there was rumors about him performing at the Grammys. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. And then I think the next thing was, I guess, the March 25th thing, so. And that's when he release sign of the times he released sign of the times on april 7th but like that's when he released like the little video clip that sign oh, of the times okay. is coming yeah right um 
And I think that's when we got like a lot of weird posts and stuff from him, like the background art with the garbage, I want to say <laughs> sometime yeah. around there. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was such a quick turnaround. Um, and like leading up to the album release, uh, we had seen the track list already. He'd performed, we'd seen him perform on SNL. We'd seen him do Sign of the Times and Ever Since New York. We knew the track list and had been trying to guess what all the songs would sound, uh, sound like, but we hadn't heard the full album. I want to say we'd also heard like Sweet Creature maybe. Yeah, I um, think he released Sweet Creature. Not some, like as a single, but like on Spotify, as like a Spotify yeah. single or something. Yeah, like some early like promotional single thing. Um, yeah. And then, so, but then we still had a number of songs to listen to. And like, I feel like at the same time, he was doing a ton of live performances as well, which was very exciting. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's like reminisce. Do you remember like the day of what the release was like for you? Yeah, so I feel like I talked about this a little bit on the first episode I was on, but <clears throat> me and like three of my friends are like big One Direction fans. And so we planned like a listening party at my house. So we got, um, we like decorated my living room with like a bunch of like fairy lights and we got these like pink, like fake rose petals and like scattered them about. I like bought like a bunch of like pink flowers, to, like put in vases around, like it was very extra. And that sounds so <laughs> it was amazing. And we got um, not pink champagne, but my favorite thing is Andre's, which is like a peach moscato. It's like super cheap. You can get it at CBS. And I like mix mm -hmm. it with like, their like blush wine. And it's like this very pink, like it basically just tastes like fruit juice. Um, and so we like that's drink my that type and, of like, wine. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so we put it in like little wine glasses and we put little kiwi slices on them. Oh my gosh, I wish I was <laughs> This is like what I wanted to do with the picnic, but no one was yeah. available. I know it, it sucks happen. that we're so far away. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just like, yeah, we like put the, I had like the booklet. I got the, um, the like booklet with all the photos and stuff. You probably can't mm -hmm. see it here because it's like dark, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so we like looked through that and like we listened to the album. We just like played it like from start to finish. Um, I think we like stopped after each song to like talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we did do that. Um, and then we like like debriefed after the whole album was over. But it was like like such a nice day. Like it was perfect. That really sounds beautiful. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. I'm definitely <laughs> going to make something like that happen. It's like too wonderful yeah. a thing. It was so um, nice. And also just like Harry just gave us the best like aesthetic for a listening party because everything's yeah. like pink and flowery. And so it was really yeah. fun. Uh, all the pictures that we got, that was another thing. Like now we look back and we're like, oh, the bath pictures. But like that was yeah. like a moment. We were like, oh my yes. God. I know. Like he just naked Harry in a bath. Like, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> a, a bath slash like the sewage <laughs> <laughs> combination we were like does this mean like he's talking about capitalism or like right. you know. recycle more <laughs> like what is he talking about uh, yeah so good what about you though you like listened to it over time didn't you yeah so like I listened to some of the songs that the day of the release but I spread it out over the cross uh, across the weekend so I think I was listening to like from the dining table, maybe on, I want to say a Sunday. Um, yeah. 
And like I and every time I listened, I would like start back at the beginning. So I'd listen to the first song, then like the first two songs and the first three songs. Oh yeah. Um but so like it wouldn't it wouldn't just be like that. Like I would listen to the same song over and over again or like listen to the first three over and over again. Um and then I remember like listening in my car for the last time to listen through the entire album. Um and then like played through with from from the dining table. And that was really special because I was it was like also like an emotional time in my life just because I was graduating from university. Mm-hmm. So like I just remember having like driven off campus and coming back and like sitting in the parking lot at my university. Um, like and it was like finals week <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And I've been studying and I just like had this moment in my car to myself, like decompressing and listening to Harry Styles. Um, and like from the dining table, just like the acoustics in that car was so nice. So yeah, it was yeah. it was a really good time. And like hearing everyone's thoughts on Twitter, and I don't know, it was just really special. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you like listening that way? Like, do you think you'll do that again? Like, if he really when he releases if when he releases his next <laughs> album? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like that's how I've done it. Or not the whole like starting back at the beginning each time, but I've always listened to like the 1D albums like spread out more. Like, so I listen to it all like across like three days. So yeah. I can really like be like, okay, I'm ready for a new song and like yeah. really like get into that song. Um, but like, I do like how I did it with Harry, like listening back to the beginning every time. So you really get to hear it in order. Cause I'm like definitely one of those people who's like, you have to listen to an album in order to like understand right. it. Yeah. Um, so I liked that as well. And I guess it's easy cause his was only 10 songs. So it wasn't like you were listening for that long every time. Yeah. If you were like 40 minutes is not very long. Um, if it was like a super long album, it might feel different, but I don't know. Did you have to like stay off of the internet for that entire time? To not get yeah, spoilers? I tried to like avoid spoilers for cer- certain songs. I, I'm trying to remember. I, th- I think, yeah. but also I, I know it was like finals time. So I was probably not trying to be on the internet anyway. Right. Isn't it so weird how you can just like completely forget that type of stuff? Like, I don't remember. Was I on yeah. Twitter? Was I not on Twitter? <laughs> it's weird. I know. It is weird. There's a couple of people in the chat. Um, Katarina, uh, Martha, and oh yeah, and then Katarina again. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, Katarina says, "Hey, I'm finally here. I missed a lot, I suppose." No, you didn't miss anything. We started like 17 minutes late, so. And then oh, we wait, had to- is Katarina Kata on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, it was. I was talking to her on Instagram, Twitter, uh-huh. and like the chats, <laughs> and I didn't realize yeah. it was the same person. And then, like last time I did a live stream, I real, I like connected all the dots. Well, she told yeah. me, and then I connected yeah. the dots. And was like, oh, oh cool. <laughs> well, I saw uh, her comment on your post that we were going live, and it seemed like she thought she had missed it. So then I replied, "We just started." Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, I good. don't know if that's what she meant, but. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, Martha's here, says, hey, guys. Hi, Martha. Um, and Katerina says, sounds like the best listening party ever. I want to have one so bad. Oh, literally, it would just be the dream. Because, like, you know, everyone going would be just just as, like, excited and, yeah. like, about it. You know, if I did one, like, who's going to come? Like, my family? We did that. And I forced them to sit in a room <laughs> and listen with me. And it was not nearly you the did? same. Yeah. <laughs> to the whole album? 
I, I want to say, yeah, I mean, we listened to the whole album on vinyl. Um, and then I didn't like the quality of that. So then I made it like maybe just come out of speakers or something. Cause like it yeah. was like one of those urban outfitter ones that someone had. Um, yeah. But yeah, I made them listen. Um, and it just like, it didn't go well. <laughs> Cause I wanted them to like <laughs> shut up and absorb and like they right. weren't like treating it like how I wanted them to treat it. So right. I know I'm so like that. Like I love to like watch my favorite movies like with my friends and my family. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I've, like, seen the movie, like, a ton already, but, like, if they don't have the reactions that I want, it's, like, so disappointing. Or if they yeah. don't, don't pay attention, I'm, like, watch this part. It's so important. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's, like, yeah. you need them to, like, have the reactions and to treat it properly. Yeah. So. Martha, Martha says, says, why can't we? Why can't we? Oh. <laughs> why can't we all live in the same place? <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish we did. I really wish we did. I know, because um, how fun would it be to have, like, a listening party with all of us? It would be the best. It, that's what I wanted to do with this, like, to get, like, people right. to come and, like, live and listen, because that, that's a way to do it, like, all around the world. I suppose we could do, like, a live Google Hangout and just have, like, ten people, like, Google Hanging out, and we could all yeah, be here. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know, because so. we're not even, like, remotely, like, close to each other. We're, like, in different no. countries, so, like, there's yeah. no way we can. Actually, yeah, and like even though there's people here in the UK, I know, like I know mm -hmm. a couple people. Um, it, like no one was available today, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's like I wish we could all have like m maybe like one. I don't know. We can one time like plan a vacation all together. They need to do like yeah. a one D cruise. <laughs> I, would I know. I remember I thought about that like I think like a year ago or something. I like. We, I think you guys were talking about it, and I was like, "Yes, let's have like a like get together, like a meetup. We like plan mm -hmm. it in advance, and like we can all hang out for a weekend." It would be so good. It needs <laughs> to happen. It'll happen. I, yeah. I mean, we've got this long life ahead of us. It'll happen. We do. I know. I feel like it'd be challenging for people like out of the country. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I'm assuming that that you'll you'll be in the U.S. But yeah, I feel like at least if people are in the same country, it's like somewhat feasible. Yeah, maybe we could t take a road trip and just like pick everyone up on the way. Oh my god! <laughs> and then just like go like build a commune and like leave. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, okay, so moving on to the next question. I've got a lot of questions here. We're probably not going to cover them all. And I forgot to look at like the time we actually started recording, so I don't really know how long we've been going for. Um, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I think just like also with the fandom, I feel like the release was so special because we were all, you know, waiting for this. This was like the first solo music we were getting from the boys besides like Niall's song, yeah. This Town had come out in the fall, but this was like the first solo album we were getting, um, and Zane, but he doesn't really count, <laughs> um, from, from Harry and... <laughs> Uh, it was just like, I don't know, it was so exciting to be a part of the fandom at that time and like have everyone yeah. freaking out over it together, you know? I mean, that's what I remember the most too about it being like such a positive like day because like after 1D like split, like it was just like I missed that like fandom excitement because like the mm -hmm. last time we had it was when they released their last album and like 
everyone was like online at the same time and like really excited about the same thing. And like, I just love that like community feeling. And I yeah. feel like when Harry's like album came out, it was like the first time like I felt that like sense because there was like, it felt like everyone was like, you know, listening and like, yeah. Yeah, we were well, all I guess, spearing. I guess the last time, yeah, I guess the last time was their last show, not when they released their album. Yeah. Wait. I'm like, I like forget. I have a hard time remembering timelines. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. Because they... I wanted to say that they did the show after they released the album. But then I was like, but then why didn't they perform any songs from the album? Yeah, no, because October 31st was the last show. And they put out their right. album. It must have been in November. That's so weird that they did that. I know. But they performed like Drag Me Down. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, cause that was yeah. released in like July or something, August. Yeah. That whole timeline was just very like messy cause yeah. probably they were like trying to figure things out on the fly and like, yeah. And then like they had their last like X Factor <laughs> performance and that was like the last, yeah. last moments. That was emotional. All right. those hugging scenes. and <laughs> Oh my God. I know. <laughs> It was intense. Um, yeah, I think that's the last time I remember it being like everyone was like, yeah, doing the same thing. Yeah, and then we had like the year of nothing. Yeah, Harry drops his album. Um. So what else was? What else is in this chat? Um. Katarina says, "True." When I brought up the idea of a picnic, it immediately evolved. Evolved to the best thing ever. A small group of people also excited and sharing memories with cute little snacks and fairy lights. Yes, somewhere along the way. Um, and I'm happy to confuse everyone with 800 different usernames and profiles. <laughs> Might have to, be, have to leave it for a bit. I feel you, girl. I feel you. Yeah, it's um, not that confusing, though. I feel like once no. I know people's full names, then it's not confusing. Yeah. Because, like, I've only, like, talked to her, like, on Twitter. So, like, I only mm -hmm. know, like, Tata. But now that I know... Mm -hmm. same we can figure it out yeah um okay so this next portion of the show i have named reflective questions um so <laughs> we've had a whole year to digest harry's album which like it's gone fast in some ways but it also feels like we've had a lifetime with it so yeah. Like looking back, because like we get our initial reactions, like when the album came out, but you still don't really know the album that well when you're giving your like right. when Karen and I did our first episode about it. It's like we had just heard the album like for a couple days, but now we've had yeah. the album for so long. We've heard it performed live. We've you know seen merch made of it. We've seen memes. We've seen videos. We've seen so much stuff. Got to listen to it in so many ways. So in general. Now, a year later, what are your thoughts mm -hmm. on Harry Styles, the self-titled album? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I, like my, like feelings about it haven't really changed that much. Mm -hmm. Like I still love it. I think I listen to it. I don't listen to it as a full album, um, but I rarely listen to albums as a full album anymore. Like I will when they first come out. Mm -hmm. But then usually I'm like, I don't because I want to be in a certain mood. Like often if I want to listen to like Kiwi and like Carolina, like I don't necessarily want to hear from a dining table. 
um, and like vice versa. You mean those aren't the same mood for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like um, two ghosts and meet me in the hallway from the dining table, and sometimes ever since New York are like really sad songs for me. Like mm-hmm. I want to listen to them and like cry and like be like you know introspective. Yeah. Um, and then like the other songs are more like fun to like listen to like loud and stuff and like sing along. Um, but yeah, I still love it just as much. I think mm-hmm. there's like some, there's definitely some songs that I've noticed, like I don't really listen to. Um, but I think, I think like I could have predicted that when I first heard the album. Too. What songs do you not listen to as much? Um, I don't listen to women that much. Really? Yeah. And it's not like I don't like that song. Like, it wasn't like I heard it and I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to this again. But like, I just have noticed myself not listening to it that much. Because mm-hmm. um, what I do with music, like, I used to have like a nice computer and I had iTunes. And so I'd listen to music through iTunes. But now I listen to music like mostly on my phone through Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I'm like bad at making playlists and stuff. So often I'll just like go through, like I'll search something I want to hear or like I'll go through my like saved songs or something. So there's definitely songs that I just like go to to listen to. And I feel like, yeah, Woman hasn't been one of them. Um, and then also Only Angel, I haven't listened to that much. Interesting. Now I'm curious, like I want to go to my iTunes and like pull up and see which songs I've to the most. Oh, yeah. I feel like it'll probably be like the songs at the end of the album because usually I would always listen in order. So right. then if I didn't make it through then I'd be listening to the first couple songs a lot more. Like ever since New York is going to be pretty low. Um, right. From the dining table too is going to be lower. Um, how do I do this? I like, I really love woman, but I bet it's probably one of the lower ones just because it comes mm-hmm. later on in the album. Right. <sighs> Let's see. How do I search this Harry Styles? Cause I know if I look up like my most listened to, Mm-hmm. Sign of the Times is going to be up there. You know what's funny? I also don't listen to Sign of the Times that much. <laughs> really? I think because when it came out, it was the first single. So I listened to it like nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, I don't feel myself wanting to listen to it that much. Not because I don't like it, but I just like, I've already listened to it like so much. Yeah. I think Kara gets that way. Yeah. Um, where like if she hears it so much on the radio, she's like, right. gets over it. Yeah. How do I see how many times I've listened to a song? I know you I feel can. Like it's usually just there on the. I know it's what I thought, but it's it's not here. I know if like you put all songs out, then it'll tell you how many plays. Mm. Oh, here I guess it's put them here. Seven. Okay, that. Oh, that's the Abbey Road performance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I've listened to Don't Let Me Go 270 times. 207. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, I've listened to songs that much. I, I don't know how accurate these are, to be honest, because there's also like different versions. Yeah. Um, Sign the Times, it says 140. I feel like I've, but like Kiwi, it says 155. So that says like my wow. most. No, 100. Sweet Creature, 174. No, that's. Oh, huh, yeah. I don't know. I'm confused. But that's probably just on whatever device this is, not the times I like. Right. I don't know how it's counting it, you know. I feel like I've listened more yeah. times than this. 
Yeah, mine are always like completely inaccurate because I leave music playing for my dogs when I'm gone from the house. So there's like mm. hours and hours of like music playing that I'm not even listening to. Yeah. Because like then I have all the live versions and then the Abbey Road versions and those have higher counts as well. I'm yeah. very confused. But yeah, I want to say my most listened to songs I think are like Ed Sheeran. This oh, booklet nice. smells weird. Oh, Midnight Memory Strong. That's my number one, apparently. 355 times. And then Thinking Out Loud. 355? Yeah. <laughs> Midnight Memories Strong. Oh, wow. I was really, I really like that song, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Ed and a lot of 1D up in my top, but who knows how yeah. accurate these are. Right. Um, you were saying your booklet smells nice? <laughs> no, it smells weird. Oh. <laughs> it smells like, like a root or something <laughs> it is part of a tree i want to go through that booklet at one point and talk about all like the people who um get credited on all the different instruments because i think that's interesting oh yeah we should do that yeah. it smells like, uh, like mushrooms or something <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, catch the live video footage of Lutia's important content <laughs> okay let's check in with the chat again um let's see martha just said i can't get mine to come up with how many times i've played but drag me down is my number one yeah oh that's true drag me down yeah. that's got to be high up i'm so interested in this i want to see where drag me down falls on my list i don't want to try and open anything because i already have too many things precariously yeah oh interesting like girl almighty it says 170 times but like oh. all of harry's albums pop up higher or like a lot of Harry's album comes up higher than that. Yeah. Which means like I've listened to Harry's album more than I've listened to like Made in the AM. Interesting. Ooh. All right. How would you describe Harry's album in one word and then in parentheses I put or in a couple words? <laughs> I saw this on Twitter and I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I don't know. What is what did you say? I didn't put anything, but I'll read what people said. Uh, Katarina said eternal. Uh, Zolina said beauty. Xtina, these all like rhyme. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Lina, Katarina, Xtina um, <laughs> said sensational. Uh, and Carrie said honest. And I like this January, February, March, April, May, June. Jason Derulo, who's Amanda, <laughs> said vulnerable. <laughs> IDK if I spelled that right. Earl, I don't know if you spelled it right either. I'm not good at spelling. Um, I, like I liked all, all those. those. Yeah. yeah. Those were good. Eternal. Eternal's a good one. I want to say, like, yeah, yeah honest, um, vulnerable. Um, Maybe I would say timeless. Mm, yeah, timeless is a good one. I feel like I've come up with words before, but. Yeah. I can't think now. It's hard to think on the yeah, spot. It is. <laughs> um, so how has this album grown for you over the course of the year? Have your like opinions on it changed drastically? Do you think? Yeah, I so I remember like the one thing I'll say is I remember like the first time I listened to it, I got a little nervous because there was like some like like mild like misogyny stuff like with only Angel and like Carolina and stuff that kind of made me a little bit nervous about like what direction Harry was going in. Mm -hmm. And so I like, I love the album, but I think I was feeling a little hesitant like about those songs. And then I think as we saw him like 
perform and do interviews and stuff like that kind of like went away. Um, not that I don't still feel like those lyrics are weird, but like my, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not like worried about Harry, like going in a direction that I don't like mm-hmm. anymore. Um, so I think like that's helping now, like I can listen to those songs and not feel so weird about them. Um, yeah. And then I've like, I've just definitely grown attached to a lot of the songs. Um, like, especially like the slower, like sadder ones. I'm like, I've like grown really attached to, like they feel like songs that I've had for a long time. Like, especially when I hear from the dining table, like the first like little guitar, like mm-hmm. notes come in and it's like so familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good. It doesn't seem like a song that like I only heard a year ago. Like it seems like <laughs> such a familiar song. Um, and I've also like played covers of a lot of them too. So like, I've like gotten to know them more. In, like, mm-hmm. That sense. Yeah, I feel like over the course of the year, we like build relationships with the songs. Yeah. Because yeah. you get the chance to, I mean, on first listen, you might like a song, but it's not like you've experienced that song across settings or with different people or live. Um, you haven't like had it throughout a period of time. Um, yeah where i think you can like get to know a song and connect with it in different ways depending on what's going on in your life um and i feel like oh sorry go ahead i don't i don't know what i was gonna say (laughs) well i was just reading your little question your little prompted questions um like like having experiences with the song so Mm -hmm. um when i think it was before yeah Oh, that's right. Before the album came out, he performed Ever Since New York on SNL. Um, And I loved that song so much when I heard it. And I was meeting up with my mom and my brother every like week on the weekends. And we were doing like a music like jam. And so that is so cute. I love that. (laughs) We still do it, but like we've been like struggling to like do it regularly because, you know, life. but, like we were working on a couple of different songs and then after I heard that I was like oh like maybe I can get them to like learn this song so we like learned it just from the live version and like sang it like, yeah. us, like with stuff and it was like really nice we did it for like a few weeks and it was just like a really nice experience so I'm definitely like I have really fond like memories and feelings about that song because like like being able to like hang out with my family and like sing mm-hmm. with them and stuff is so nice and also, um, my pitbull who died in November, he was like there a lot of the time. And like, I have this like video, I think I put on Instagram of us like practicing the song and like, he's like there like snoozing in the background. So Aww. that's like a really like, you know, cherished memory. Mm-hmm. Like that definitely will be tied to that song forever of like being with like my dog and my family and like, yeah. That's really beautiful. I love that when music can really connect to a piece of your life. Mm-hmm. And like you know that like it was there with you then, but you can almost like be brought back to that moment just from like hearing it, and you feel like yeah. you're there. Yeah, I love you that. Have, like memory, specific memories of like experiences. Um, I definitely do. It's hard to think of them on the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, I just generally, I remember listening to Harry's album a lot in the car, driving home mm-hmm. from university to go see my family, um, which was cool, special, I guess. Like, I think just because it was, like, the end of my senior year, going through a lot of, like, emotional stuff, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I do have memories of like driving home and listening and like, I feel like that'll definitely be, uh, like I'll be brought back to like graduating university with this album. Yeah. But, like over the course of the year, for sure. I like have had memories of it, even just like being here in England. I mean, most of you guys know it's been really tough for me. Um, And like often when I put Harry's album on it, like it just like makes me feel like I have like something like comforting, comfortable, something that like really like I know very well. And Mm -hmm. that's been nice, like sweet creature talking about like coming home and like being able to go home and it'll like, always be there is really nice yeah um but yeah like sweet creature definitely like with my siblings and stuff has been a song Mm -hmm. um and like with sign of the times i think this was probably before the album came out but like i distinctly remember listening to every song i mean listening to sign of the times with every person in my family and like making them sit in the car with me like one at a time I like listened to it and like got their reactions because I was just so blown away by it um so yeah. I'll always remember that <laughs> um yeah I'm trying to think of like other specific moments oh there was a moment I was listening in the car with my younger siblings and woman was on and we were trying to like dissect the meaning of like flower and feast and like uh-huh. beast and like we were trying to come up with different <laughs> things of, like, what it could mean and that uh-huh special we still haven't done woman for like the song i was just thinking as i was reading through the lyrics to prepare for this like oh my god i want to do a woman song discussion yeah so many like cool weird interpretations of that song i know i love that song like i feel like that one definitely like i don't know like i just i didn't i wasn't necessarily like oh my god i love this at first but like I really am like, wow, every time it comes on, I just like love it so much, especially like live. It was so great. Yeah. I just love that sort of like, a, there's a bit of a jazzy sound with like the mm-hmm. the duck. It reminds me of like horns and whatever. And I don't know. I really like that. Um, I think the duck is like the reason that I don't listen to that song as much. Really? It me crazy. Yeah, I really don't like it. Uh, I love it. I love the dog. It like gives me this like. Love it. <laughs> it just, it's just so perfect. I feel like it's such a great sound, even though I know it's not a horn or like you know a trumpet or anything. I know it's like Harry's voice that's been like manipulated, but yeah, I still, I still um, like it. Do you want me to check in with the chat? <laughs> sure. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> um, Stephanie says, according to iTunes, my most played are Kiwi and Ever Since New York. I've listened to only Angel on repeat since yesterday, though. That song and I are having a moment, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That totally happens to me, too. Yeah. Um, Katarina says, even though I'm late, according to my Spotify Top 2017 playlist, my top played song was Sign of the Times, I guess because I started or streamed it a lot to help it in the charts, <laughs> followed by mm-hmm. Meet Me in the Hallway. And then... Stephanie says, oh, my God, I remember listening to the album on YouTube for the entire first week because I'd ordered the vinyl and that came with a download code. But the code was in the vinyl case and wasn't sent in an email. (laughs) It's annoying. (laughs) Martha says, I love, 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 love woman. And Stephanie says, and the vinyls were sent out so late, but I didn't want to spend extra money on the digital version. That's so annoying. That is really annoying. I wanted, I guess I probably got a code then too. I, I think I, I got the vinyl. I remember when all that stuff oh, went did. up. 
like he first had all that stuff out online and I was like, oh my God, I need to get everything. How am I going to do I this? I know. I remember it was so confusing at first. Yeah. There were so many options. I know. I really wanted to. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I really wanted to get the vinyl because it was so beautiful, but like, I don't have a record player. And yeah. I was like, don't spend money you don't have, Lucia. Just get the CD. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I actually haven't listened to the vinyl except that one time with my family when I cut it oh, off yeah. because I didn't like <laughs> the speaker. <laughs> so I, but I'm like, in the future, I want to get like a really nice record player at some point. Yeah. Maybe as a oh, gift, <laughs> I'll ask for it. Um, yeah. And like, maybe like collect some cool records. Because my parents have, hundreds of records and like we have a record player but i think there's something like broken about it mm. i always see them at like goodwills and i'm like can i like get that like is that the same thing or is there going to be pieces missing well i've heard like i've heard that with record players like if you get a really good quality record player then the mm. quality is better than a cd but like if you don't get a good quality one then it's like not better sound yeah so then it's just more for like the experience Mm -hmm. So I've kind of felt like if I ever get one, I'm gonna want to like splurge and like buy a fancy one. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking too. Unless I can just like get one at Goodwill when it wouldn't cost yeah. anything. Oh right, um, and then it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but like like we have one of the ones from Urban Outfitters, and like I just yeah. I wasn't I wasn't that impressed with it because like it's it yeah. goes through a speaker system in like in the like record player like it's coming out of speakers. Yeah. But, like, you can just buy speakers that are higher quality for cheaper. That's so, like, true. I would, I, I don't know. I just didn't like the quality. Sad. Yeah. Stephanie but, says in the chat, um, I was so impressed, please, that he had it all up on YouTube. Yeah. That was, that was good of him. The YouTube versions were cool, too, because I remember they, um, he had, like, the, the, like, video was just, like, a picture. Mm -hmm. But then it was moving. Remember, it was like, yeah, like the water like, like would drip down his face yeah. or something, and like you back. didn't notice it at first unless you like stared at it. Yeah, that was uh, Harry cool thought of everything, or his team, or whoever designed that. Yeah, like, <laughs> good on them. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what else? What's your favorite song, and has it changed since the beginning? days i was trying to read something else at the same time <laughs> whenever i get like slow and drawn out that's because i'm like also trying to think of something else at the same time i'm trying to see if i like skipped a question it's very confusing um it is so 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 hard for me to pick a favorite like anything because every time i do i feel like oh but like that, that's my favorite too like like it feels like it's like a lie mm -hmm. but i think like my gut is like meet me in the hallway is my favorite because it was my favorite when I first listened to it, meaning that it just like hit me the most like favorite in the sense that like when I heard it, I like felt the most like feelings out of all the mm -hmm. other songs. And I think I still feel that way. So it is my favorite, but it's like everything else is like, or a lot of yeah. other songs are really close up there. Yeah. And, and I, I also, it used to be, I think it used to be more of a competition between Meet me in the hallway and from the dining table. Mm -hmm. But I, I like meet me in the hallway just a little bit more. Yeah. It's so interesting. You? It's hard. It's so hard to choose. I want to say yeah. like Sign of the Times and Sweet Creature like together. Yeah. I don't know. And it's weird because Sweet Creature wasn't like my favorite at first. Really? 
I don't know when I started saying that I think it's my favorite. But then, like, you sort of, it was, like, also, we'd had Sign of Times for a long time. I mean, when I say a long time, Sign of Times came out, like, one month before the album released. So it wasn't right. that long. But, like, it felt like, oh, I couldn't include this in my, like, trying to pick a favorite. But definitely, like, I love Sign of the Times so much. So, yeah. yes, Sign of the Times and Sweet Creature. I'm really having, like, this woman moment with all the live concerts. Like, woman mm-hmm. has just grown on me a lot. Yeah. Um, and then... Like, the thing is, like, Carolina, I think, would be one of my favorites. Yeah. But, like, the misogyny in it, I don't like. Yeah, I <laughs> feel like, similarly. I love the sound of it. Me too. I love, like, the, like, funky violin in the beginning is just, mm-hmm. like, it's so good. Like, when that song comes on, it's like, yeah. But. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why, like, I like, Anna, I love it so much because I feel like it's got similar, like, like passion in that as, like, mm-hmm. Carolina does. Um, but like Anna and Medicine, like they're not on the album, obviously, but those I feel like are strong, like would have been strong contenders for my favorite on the album as well. I know. I'm glad I didn't have to include those in my trying to choose my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, okay. So Stephanie um, said two ghosts and ever since New York were my initial favorites. Still love them, but also Kiwi didn't initially like that and then only angel and i are having a moment which we read in the chat i think um do you want to just go back and forth so you can read the next one yeah um veronica says it was always from the dining table and still is and sophia said sweet creature and two ghosts were my immediate favorites i reckon it's meet me in the hallway now i like two ghosts honestly like i'm so pissed that i did the song discussion like that because i like love two ghosts and whatever I, said, whatever I said <laughs> on that freaking song discussion, whenever I'm just like, I want to apologize to everyone and the song. Like, <laughs> it, it's such a good song. And I just, I love to go so much. I was in a mood or something. It's because I hadn't like taken notes and I knew Kara yeah. didn't like it. So then that energy just got in me yeah. and uh, <laughs> I regret it every day of my life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, Kata says, my favorite song started being Meet Me in the Hallway, and I still love it a lot, though I enjoy hearing Sign of the Times even more with every listen. My current favorite is Medicine. I know it's cheating a bit, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ya. Um, okay. What about Harry's album and solo, solo Harry era has surprised you? This is sort of what we were talking about at the beginning. Like, hindsight is always twenty twenty, where we can be like, oh, yeah, this, of course, was Harry. But like, I guess, I guess at least for me, it was like, we sort of thought this was going to be similar to like, or at least I thought this was sort of where Harry was going. It's not like when we discussed what Harry is going to do, we were saying like, oh, he's going to do like the popular radio music sort of like Liam style. Like we knew that wasn't going to happen. But like, I figured something like this, but he's like, I couldn't necessarily like, like paint it out for you, but I thought it was going to be like. You know, we always said, like, I want to say we said, like, psychedelic rock before the album came right. out. And, like, we named, like, you know, David Bowie, I think. And, like, um, we were saying, like, oh, Harry's inspired by, like, Fleetwood Mac and, you know, that type of stuff. So that's, we were thinking that type of music. But it's so hard to be, like, we could we didn't actually know what it would be like and what, you know, Harry's live performances would be like and his right. fashion and I feel like also the 
just the way that like he really made an aesthetic. I, I feel like that's such a like a like millennial or whatever word, but it's yeah. so true. Like he had this whole with like, you know, the pink and it was very thematic. Yeah. It was this whole thing, which I don't think is always the case these days with like album releases. He just I don't was think it very is. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I remember when I was first listening to the album, like during our like listening party, like the thing that surprised me the most was the lyrical content, like, mm. like the good lyrics and the bad lyrics. I think I just, I think mostly because when you have a group like One Direction, like you never know what they write because there's these huge writing teams. And so even the songs that they're credited on, you don't know what they actually contributed and like what's from their own experience. And then there's a lot of songs that like they're not credited on. And so like hearing an entire album that was like Harry's writing mm -hmm. and like knowing that it was like his stories or like what he wanted to say, like was interesting. And it was like surprising to me to hear it. Like I remember like, even from the beginning, like meet me in the hallway, like some of those lyrics, I was like, wow, like this is like so deep and he's like so poetic. Like I just had no idea yeah. what that was gonna be like. Cause from one direction, like you just can't tell cause you don't know who's writing what. And I think, I mean, there's definitely like some pretty poetic stuff on One Direction, but like not in the same like vein as like the Harry album. Mm -hmm. like, there was just like a lot of really deep um, like words and stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. Like that's something I sort of forgot about. Like, like with One Direction, we didn't really know like songwriter Harry, like we had somewhat mm -hmm. of an idea. But like we didn't actually know because as you said it's right. all very mixed in when you have a group of songwriters um yeah. and like while there's a group of songwriters who are credited for these songs it's like obviously coming from harry and they're his stories right and it's very much more from him um which i think is really great i feel like you almost like made me think of him more of as more of a person Cause like mm -hmm. you had very specific stories where you could be like, he was feeling this, like, this yeah, is, me you know, he is a real person that lives and breathes and feels things and has heartbreak and falls in love and like is confused. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like in yeah. One Direction, it was not so much like that. Right. And especially with the heartbreak stuff, like, cause I feel like in 1D, like there's definitely like, like sad songs and breakup songs, but like there wasn't, there wasn't like a lot of like deep, like heartbreak stuff and mm -hmm. like on there was like there's definitely a couple songs here and there that are like very deep and sad but like on the harry album like there was like a lot more like two ghosts like the lyrics on that are just like what the heck happened to you <laughs> like, yeah i know so and that was like, the one he wrote like the like the farthest ago when i was reading through the lyrics of every song like yeah. i was like two ghosts is one of the most like lyrically strong songs i think on the album. yeah it's so good yeah, and like the like from the dining table, like the lyrics on that, like mm -hmm. even my phone misses your call. Like that's just like that. It's like so sad. <laughs> yeah, but it makes you feel so much more connected to the artist because like mm -hmm. when you have those, I feel like you guys have talked about this before, but it's like the difference between having like thinking like, oh, I'm gonna write generic lyrics so that everyone can like attach their story on top of it, mm -hmm. but like what actually happens is the opposite because when you hear like specific lyrics, like even if it's not like something exactly you went through, like the feeling is so much more, it's so much easier to like relate to because like, yeah. you know, the feeling of that song of that, like what he's saying, like when he says like same white shirt, 
um what is it say my same say my more tattoos yeah um like that might not be like a specific situation that you've been in but like you can relate to that so much more than in than if he was just like someone i used to love yeah i don't know them anymore like that wouldn't feel like yeah you know what i mean it, it so makes feel it like so much more real and yeah and i feel like that realness of it way more easily totally and a lot of the lyrics on harry's album are really specific which i love because they're mm -hmm. like really specific like you know descriptions and stuff yeah so true um i was also gonna say like we didn't realize how much like just from like the live shows and like getting to know his band like yeah. we didn't know any of that i didn't realize we'd like really grow connected to his band members and Me like neither. that's been something really special um mm -hmm. and like the from the documentaries didn't expect those at all <laughs> um yeah i just felt like oh, we can't assume anything he's not going to give us anything and now he's like given right. us a lot of stuff <laughs> even though like was it who is it saying the other day was it kesha it was saying that like i i feel i don't know if it was her maybe it was you <laughs> i literally <laughs> it feels like i was saying this like yesterday like even though he gives us a lot of stuff he's a still super private so we're not actually getting anything like new from harry except like you know the pictures and the tour stuff but in terms right. of like his private life we don't know anything about harry that's true um, yeah but at the same time we're getting all this like other content from him so i think it's an interesting balance because i feel like with the other boys we get we have less content from them because they're not necessarily touring or putting in albums but we yeah. still get to see their private lives more than we might see harry's i guess right that's so true i feel like that's like like it doesn't bother me and i think it's really cool that he's found a way to like have like to be honest in his music and like connect with people while still keeping his life private like mm -hmm. that is cool that he was able to do that. I feel like it is still like a little bit of a block for me, like on my ability to connect with him as a person, because I still feel sometimes like, do I know you? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like with with the other boys, when I know things about their like, like with like Louie and like Niall, I feel like I much I can connect with them a little bit more because I like know things about their lives. I mean Niall mm -hmm. less so to be honest, but I like see them in their life like through like you know, Instagram stories and like videos and stuff. Whereas like Harry just like never does stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like what does Harry do on a daily basis? What is his morning routine? Like who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I know I saw this compilation of him at the gym on Instagram the other day. Oh he yeah. Looked, he looked great. He is like so strong. I don't understand. He was yeah. doing like these pull-ups like insane. I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Like that's so impressive. <laughs> I think he works out a lot. Yeah. But like he's, like that's such a huge part of his life probably right and like we don't really ever see that except if like someone's like filming him in the gym which is very creepy um yeah. <laughs> but like he's never talked about that wait has uh, anyone seen him at a gym and filmed him yeah there's what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i thought you meant that's like, like, it was, like a video like from the one direction days no like oh that one's also very nice <laughs> that was from like one d day no this one yeah. the compilation i watched was like people secretly filming him oh my like, God. Windows stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like not okay not okay wow um, like could you imagine you're in the gym and like someone's secretly filming you like sweating and like no. but cool. also like that's crazy that harry can like go to a gym and work out and not be yeah. mobbed 
Yeah, I don't know. Probably, like, I imagine gym goers are not necessarily, like, no Harry. I don't know. <laughs> That's a big assumption. Because I don't go to the gym. So I'm like, no, no other one okay, goes to the gym, obviously. That's funny. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe he goes at yeah. certain times. Or, like, hotel gyms a lot of times, probably. Oh, right, yeah. And, like, no one goes to those. Right. So. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> what were we saying um but yeah he's like just super private and like as you said like i like that i like that he's found a way to do it like i respect him katie is in the chat and says oh, hi i feel like lyrically harry's album is so well written and personal that i felt i could relate to it more and oh and then they sent accidental tweets <laughs> accidental comments <laughs> <laughs> say ah i did (laughs) (laughs) yeah and stephanie said agree read with wendy you couldn't tell who wrote what it lacked personality harry's album death has personality both through lyrics and sound and then martha said lol i think harry would be a super annoying friend (laughs) (laughs) i agree yeah Uh, it's because like in those videos like he did like, the guys around him were like, what are you doing, Harry? Like, when he took off all his clothes, like, he'll just, yeah. like, go for it. Like, he goes for yeah. it. But you also yeah. know that everyone who meets him thinks he's, like, the nicest, most generous human being. So right. it's like, you know, we're, that's just one snippet. So now you're like, okay, this is who he is. But yeah. really, he's probably not like that all the time. Right. But well, like, also, get- like, when you see those videos of him, like, with his, like, team and stuff, like, those people are all his employees. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so that's, like, a, probably a different dynamic, too. Like, you know. Yeah. When you have people who are, like, working for you. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, on your payroll. <laughs> Versus, like, yeah. what he's probably like when he's, like, actually just, like, hanging out with a friend. Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking of that, uh, that picture. I feel like it became a meme where he's, like, drinking wet red wine, kind of, like, this and he's got like the cup up and he's like on his phone or something. Do you know that picture yeah, that I'm talking about? I do, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so Katarina said in response to this, anything surprising, um, said everything to be honest. I didn't know what I expected from him. Uh, certainly not that. The music he's released kind of surprised. Dunkirk, major surprise. Him being even more confident in pushing boundaries, et cetera, et cetera, best surprise. Him performing at small venues shortly after um, and in arenas, surprising AF. Yeah, because he's, like, toured immediately. Like, we got tour so fast. Right. Which is Yeah, great. it was September that he started. Well, he even started before because he did all those tiny shows, secret mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. yeah, like, we got every song live. And, like, that right. hasn't even ever happened for One Direction. We don't have all their live songs. Yeah, that's true. Um, and we got all of them so fast live, which is great. And also, like, yeah, Dunkirk. That was a big surprise. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like rumors had gone on for a while, and then it was, like, actually happening that he was in a movie. Right. I know. I feel like, like... I just, I don't, I hate war movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate them. There's nothing about them that I want to see. I don't want to see that kind of, like, violence. Like, I just didn't, I don't, I'm not into it. And so yeah. it was, like, kind of, like, annoying because I, like, wanted to, you know, stay involved and, like, 
like with that whole like era but like I was also like not sure if I even wanted to see the movie and like I did see it and it was like horrible like I felt like I was gonna have a heart attack during mm-hmm. the whole movie so I hope if he does a movie again it'll be something not like that and it's not that I don't like it's not that I can't handle like violence or like or like sad stuff but there's just something very specific about war movies that like I just if it, it scares me I just I don't like to see mm-hmm. that I feel you. Yeah, I really, I don't like violence, um, watching yeah. violence. Um, yeah. Whenever, like, when I got through, I, somehow I got through Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I can't watch Game of Thrones. I legit, like, unplugged my headphones, like, put my computer <laughs> so I couldn't see it. Like, I could not yeah. watch any of that. I find it so repulsive, and I really just hate violence. That's why, like, when Sign of the Times yeah. came out, I was kind of, I didn't like that he used, and I still don't like the word that he, I don't like he uses bullets in it. I don't like oh, violence like that being used as like some like metaphor. Yeah. Um, Cause like gun violence is like a real thing. That's right. like a problem. Mm-hmm. So like even stuff like that, I hate. Um, but I, yeah. I watched Dunkirk cause I, it wasn't. Didn't you I watch guess, it multiple times? Yeah, I've seen it four times. Yeah, you're brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess because like it's less, uh, it's less violence that like is right there between people. It's very like distance versus like right. if someone's like you know deciding to kill someone and they're right in front of each other. I think that freaks me out yeah. maybe more than like I think things you can't see. Yeah, I think for me it's the subject matter because there's definitely been like shows and movies that I love that are that have violence in them. Not that I like the violence, but like I used to love True Blood, for example, and I watched True Blood all the time. Mm-hmm. And that show is like very gory and very violent. Um, but like Dunkirk, because it's a war movie, like just the topic of war freaks me out. And then like with Game of Thrones, I think like the first like scene of the show was like a rape scene, and I was like, nope, like I don't, I can't watch that. So yeah. It's like very like related to like the subject matter for me. Mm-hmm like whether or not they can handle it yeah yeah, there were so many disgusting scenes in game of thrones yeah (laughs) it was horrible i don't even like thinking about some of them yeah really like this one guy ramsey anyone who's seen game of thrones he's literally like the most grotesque character just because he's he's like someone who like likes violence where like Mm -hmm. they love violent and torture and all that and i find that like uh-huh. I, it makes me want to throw up like it's disgusting yeah that yeah i feel like some of those shows yeah just start to feel like torture porn and then i'm like yeah like yeah no disgusting um all right moving on from that <laughs> <laughs> what lyrics were your favorite from the album <laughs> okay i wrote it down oh crap i left my notebook hold on i have to go get it it's okay. just right on my desk, but I have to pick it. <laughs> I tried to pick my favorite, and I ended up with ten different ones. So we'll you see how. Yeah, well, all the ones in the friggin' yeah. that I wrote down in the doc, I couldn't choose. I just went through the whole all the lyrics, and okay, this is I how had... I narrowed it down. <laughs> I guess I had nine, but I've I've narrowed it down. Okay. To five. <laughs> nice. Do you want me to read mine first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so first, um, the first one is, the first two actually, oh, that's right. I narrowed it down to four. So the first two are from Two Ghosts. Um, the Sounds Like Something That I Used to Feel is one of my favorites. 
and trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat is also mm. one of my favorites. That's a good and then, one. yeah, and then my last two are from from the dining table, and it's comfortable silence is so overrated. I love That's that beautiful. line because I agree. And <laughs> even my phone misses your call. By the way, is also my favorite line because it's just those are really good. I feel like those weren't any of the ones that I chose. Was it? Yeah, and I chose a lot. And and by lines, I mean I picked like stanzas. <laughs> I'll just read everything and then that way we can save time and I won't comment on everything. So I'll just read through all the ones I chose. You can't bribe the door on your way to the sky. You look pretty good down here, but you ain't really good. Have the time of your life breaking through the atmosphere. There's not a drink that I think could sink her. I guess like I guess that would be the line rather than like the couplet of how would I tell her she's all I think about. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I put them in. Tw- okay, next one. The fridge light washes this room white. Moon dances over your good side. Wherever I go, you bring me home. Open up your eyes, shut your mouth and see that I'm still the only one who's been in love with me. I'm just happy getting you stuck in between my teeth. She worked her way through a cheap pack of cigarettes, hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect. I'm having your baby. It's none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) She sits beside me like a silhouette, hard candy dripping on me till my feet are wet. And Brooklyn saw me empty at the news. There's no water inside this swimming pool. I mean, those were all great lines. How good you? I had a few of those. I had a few of those before I narrowed it down. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I feel like overlapped with some of the people too. Um, Kesha said. Promises are broken like a stitch is, and just stop your crying, have the time of your life. Do you want to read the next one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Samantha said, um, broke my finger knocking on your bedroom door. I got splinters in my knuckles crawling across the floor. Jixa said, you flower, you feast. That's that's one one we have to dissect. Like, literally, so many options. For sure. Um, I think it's Holly said... Um, fell back to sleep. I got drunk by noon. I've never felt less cool. Just really shows you the vulnerability of him in that situation. He's just a regular human being. And sometimes we forget that he is not always in a state of the cool Harry. So true. Um, Katarina said, we're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. I remember hearing that line for the first time. Like it's been yesterday. It hit me so hard. Yeah. Um, Hysteria Storm says, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with everyone, so I don't know what their actual names are. <laughs> Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect. Stephanie said, same lips red, same eyes blue, same white shirt, couple more tattoos. Also, love, you flower, you feast, and two hearts in one home. Oh, so um, Clara says, maybe one day you'll call me and tell me that you're sorry, too. Don't know why I like it. I guess I just never heard many lyrics like that before yeah all of those were so good yeah i i mean he's he really does have a lot of great lyrics on this album what if you had to pick one oh, favorite line out of all the ones me. you listed <laughs> i don't even know now i'm like all the ones everyone else listed are really good too i know it's too hard to choose i don't know i'd have to really think about it 
Yeah, it's like, I think it's like, like, what do you mean a good line? Like the one that I connected most with, or do I think like, right. like I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't say like, she sits beside me like a silhouette hard dripping, hard candy dripping on me until my feet are wet. Just cause like, maybe that's not like, it's this like deep emotional thing. But I think that's a really great line. Cause it's very like jabby and witty and punchy and like direct and a great imagery and stuff. So it's hard to like, I don't know, like versus like wherever I go, you bring me home. Isn't as like, constructed like wow that like a lot of great words and he's really put them together nicely but it's very like like connecting yeah I know it's hard to choose like your favorite because it's like what is the criteria yeah I tried to pick like because there's a lot of lines that I really like but with the music specifically and like the hard candy line was one of them but like on its own I'm like whatever but like in the song like the way that it's sung yeah it's like one of my favorites and also um in the song, um, she goes when she's alone. She goes home to a cactus mm-hmm. in a black dress. Is like one of my favorite lines. But just in that song, like if someone were to like write it down, I I wouldn't be as yeah. It's like you it. have to define the criteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think we've learned about like how Harry is as a songwriter from this album? Oh, um, I think just like before how we were talking about um, like the honesty in the lyrics and how a lot of them are like really sad. I think that's been something we've like learned that, that like, not that we didn't, not that like we didn't think he had like experienced sadness before, but it's like, it's kind of like you get like a little peek into like, oh, like Mm -hmm. you've like had your heart really broken before to like write stuff like this. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's the same. Like, we learn about him as a person from it and, like, what he's experienced um, a lot. And then, like, I feel like we also just, like, learn, as we sort of said before, like, he's a really good songwriter. Like, he makes very catchy songs. A lot of his songs are very catchy. Um, They're very dynamic, especially once we have, like, the other boys' albums to compare them to um like we can see like what harry was going for for his and like you know it was all him doing everything and like he wanted very specific things so we get to see that like what was important to him in terms of like songwriting and like i don't know the details um to it i feel like Mm -hmm. as we've said he's really good at like storytelling on his songs like what with two ghosts and Carolina and medicine it all feels super personal yeah like he really puts you in a like scene and is really good at describing that scene in a really beautiful way um Mm -hmm. and I don't know I think like choruses are less so in his album like in terms of his songwriting his choruses are less so like very detailed a lot of times the details more in the verses um but his choruses, I feel like that doesn't make them less strong. But a mm-hmm. lot of them are like maybe one word or a couple words. Like I'm thinking of like woman in Carolina. Um, right. Maybe there's not as many words going on in there. But I think some of them, um, I think, what was, what were we saying? Was it medicine that you were saying wish you wish had a stronger chorus? Or what? which one were you saying that a couple? I think that was Zane's Let Me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, there's there's choruses on Harry's albums. I'm sh- I'm sure that are like yeah. okay. Well, you could have 
you could have pushed that further. But I think a well, woman is literally just the word woman. Right. But like for that one, like he could have made some other course, but I really like the simplicity because I think yeah. he combines it well with like he makes it interesting through the music and through the way he sings it. Like it's like whoop woman. It's not just woman. Like, you know, like <laughs> he like I don't know. He even even though I think I sort of was always someone who's like, oh, there has to be tons of like these tons of lyrics and it has to be poetic and different and this and that, like every line. But like it made me step back and be like, you know what? Like sometimes simplicity is also a good thing and you can still get a lot out of a chorus and it makes it fun and catchy and like yeah. I don't know. It's interesting in a different way than like maybe like a very wordy descriptive chorus would be, I guess. That's true. Well like Kiwi the chorus is just I'm having your baby. It's none of your business right and that's like i love that chorus because you can just like scream along to it and yeah out. yeah i don't know i think that's like i i've given new like i've had a, an emotional change since his album came out and was like, oh. you know, like knowing his songwriting i'm less like it needs to be like this witty poetic thing although i i love witty poetic things but like you know there's like good things in other things. I'm just like now saying yeah. things way too much, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. What do you think like his strengths and weaknesses are? We sort of talked about his strengths. Do you think like, what would you like, I don't know, what does he like need to improve on in terms of like songwriting or lyric um, writing? I think the biggest thing I can think of is like, I feel like he took some sort of cheap shots at like, like with the misogyny stuff, I feel like that was kind of lazy. Mm -hmm. um, because I think when I first heard it, I didn't know what it was because I thought like maybe this is the direction he's going in or maybe this is like who he is. But after hearing him, like seeing the shows, seeing the cover he, covers he's done, hearing like Madison and Anna, like it's just it just seems like those lines were just kind of lazy. Mm -hmm. like, and so I think that that is like where I'd like to see him improve is like not to put like some lazy sexy women to your songs just because yeah you felt like you wanted to i don't know what i don't know why he put those lines in but like i don't yeah i don't i don't like find them like disturbing or anything i just think they're like lazy yeah i feel like i feel like in the right uh, i feel like you know in in his own personal life if like he had this thing where he was like calling someone a good girl and it was like this sexy thing that they were doing that's great you have to think about like the big picture of what you're putting out there and like yeah. putting out something like that like it just it screams misogyny and yeah. like other lines too like the whole devil in the sheets and the pay for it and all those lines it's just like it's like as if he thought of like something witty and cool that he thought was uh -huh. good yeah. But then, like, in reality, it's not, like, it might be, like, some catchy line, but it's also misogynistic. So, like, take it out. Yeah. And, like, couldn't take you home to mother in a skirt that short. Like, that just seems lazy to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like he needs to, like, improve in that way for sure. Like, get yeah. rid of those Especially, like, because we all know your mom, Harry. Like, you could take her home. I know. Anne wouldn't care. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I feel I feel that. Yeah, I think that would be like the biggest thing I would want him to improve upon. And I hope he 
does. I hope he's seen it. Like, there's no way he hasn't seen most people reacting poorly to those lyrics. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but I, I just don't want him to be, like, someone who goes, screw it. I was just doing my own thing. It's my own artistry. It doesn't matter. So I feel right. like that can be a reaction. If, if people criticize your work, you can have that sort of shutdown reaction. But I hope that's not the case. And, yeah. like, you know. I don't you- think he'll be like that. I think he's too, like, concerned about, like, like, I think he is concerned about what people think of him. Not in, like, a um, insecure way or anything, but I think he, like, is really concerned that, like, his fans, like, mm-hmm. respect respect him and stuff. And, like, I think he, I don't think, I don't, I can't see him doing, pulling something like that, like, being, like, whatever about him. Yeah, I, I hope not. I don't think that's who he is. That's why yeah. I really hope, like, Sarah and Claire... Are like guiding him and can offer some advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that it's their job, but if they're all collaborating. Yeah. And to be honest, like for me personally, I think like those lyrics on their own, like, like are like don't bother me as much. It's sort of the combination of those lyrics, it being Harry's first album, him being a big fan of Mick Jagger, him saying that he like loves Bukowski. Like it's sort of like, all of those things combined that like make me uncomfortable with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think it would be different if maybe someone else had written them. Like, I don't think the lyrics on their own are like so atrocious. I think it's just like the combination of all of that stuff that makes me feel like uncomfortable about them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think like, especially because Harry's someone who we were sort of saying this on uh, the episode a couple weeks ago, where like we have high expectations and we know Harry feels a certain way about these things. He's he thinks about, you know, um, like equal rights and making sure things don't come across in a sexist way. Um, mm-hmm. So I think like we put more into them, so like it can hurt more, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And because he's someone who clearly cares about educating himself, like he clearly cares about like politics and like social justice and stuff so then it's like there's like less excuses because someone mm-hmm. who like really doesn't know anything and is totally ignorant like maybe honestly wouldn't know that like the things that they're saying but like if you're someone who's like aware of stuff then it's sort of like it's just then it's like easy to be aware of more stuff <laughs> yeah agreed what songs musically are the best do you think Musically, I think the songs I feel that are musically the best are also my favorite songs. Which so yeah. which ones? Like "Meet Me in the Hallway," probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess actually that maybe that's not totally true because I feel like a song like Two Ghosts," like lyrically, it's like way up there, and then musically, it's more in the middle. Although I love singing with that guitar. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It fits the mood. Yeah. I feel like I wrote just some, like, musical highlights. Just woman, the whole sound of it. I kind of said it earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, The ending of Sign of the Times. um, Love that. Um, Ever Since New York, the chorus live. I don't know Mm -hmm. how much of this is music versus, like, music plus voice. Just the whole thing together. Right. Anna, I love that. Carolina, musically, I love. Me too. And then, like, harmonies and from the dining table. 
like uh-huh. the whole yeah. all the strings and everything going on around that it's really beautiful yeah yeah and in meeting in the hallway i feel like we'll get into that more when we do like the song discussions mm-hmm. um, there's some really cool harmonies in in the hallway that like you can't really hear when you're listening to it but they like yeah. add to the quality yeah i feel like the attention to detail just like with all that with the music was so yeah like he made that a really important part and that's probably also like jeff basker being the producer and stuff um right but like that attention to detail and all like the noises and all the layers i feel like there's just Mm -hmm. so much stuff that you can be like okay i'm gonna listen to like this one instrument and like try to listen to that through or like listen to like the different sounds that are like the background sounds um, yeah, I think like screaming. I don't know. There's all these like different layers that you don't really. It all comes together, but you, when you parse them out, it's like a lot of work went into all of that. That's true. I feel like the arrangements and like the production are mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts about the album because it's so intricate and yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything like particular that you wanted to point out in terms of that? I don't think so. It's very live sounding the album. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, ever since New York, I definitely prefer the live yeah. version over the studio version. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Two Ghosts, I slightly prefer. There's one live version that he did uh, on a TV show. I forget which one it was. But he was like on a carpet and it was just him. And that like was that on live. James Corden lately. Yeah, that's right. And like that live version is like my favorite version of that song. So I should put beautiful. that onto like an MP3 because that was really yeah, beautiful. It's the one I listened to the most. Do you have it on MP3? No, I just go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, okay. I feel like we've answered a lot of these my question was how has solo harry given us a new perspective on who harry is as an artist um i just wrote i mean we've sort of talked about this the fact that he's like quite private but like will be still open in his songs which is nice um he's really giving us this whole aesthetic package he thinks about every little part of things um Mm -hmm. and like he makes music that he wants to listen to he's not necessarily making music just for like radio, he really wants to make it music that he likes, which I appreciate. Yeah, I also totally agree with you on when you're talking about um, in the doc about um, like what we would like to see for him in the future, like um, the more harmonies, I would Mm -hmm. love that, especially since like he has this band that seems, it seems like they're gonna stick around for a while. And so he has like multiple voices that he can do the harmonies with when he tours and stuff. And I think I would like that a lot. Yeah, I feel like definitely more harmonies from Harry. Yeah, and more clear narrative you said too, which like definitely that too. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm gonna read and then we can go back and forth again. So Katarina said, basically everything he has done so far shows that he'll be around for a long time. The path he has chosen is one for longevity. He has branched out, tried himself, pushed boundaries, been nothing but kind and supportive. Everything that he's hinted at during 1D has been elevated and developed. Um, His entire stage and public self make a lot of sense if you look at everything he's done, said, or hinted at while still being in the band. I agree. Yeah. And then, um, oh, I guess their Twitter is Marty Shorty said, 
I think the fact that it's shown us that he is an artist says it all. Harry's got an incredible album with retro vibes that could still only be created by a person born of this music era, and that's wild. Only someone who truly understands music could create an album that unites the two so separately. The reaction he's gotten from members of classic bands says it all. His entire aesthetic elevates it to a new level on a stage. We are definitely seeing a very unique side to him that we didn't get to see in the conforms, confines of a band mold. Yeah, I agree with both of these. I feel like he's mm-hmm. definitely like everything he did before, he's like elevated it. That's why like when when you're yeah. like looking back, you're like, well, I did think something like this was gonna happen, but we didn't know exactly right. what it would be. Yeah, and it's so true that he's been able to meld um um like sort of old music with like modern music and he's because he has gotten a lot of credit from like older bands. Um mm-hmm. And I think that does say a lot, but like also his stuff sounds like modern. Like it doesn't sound like it, it is older, but it is very inspired. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it just makes me want more songs from Harry. I know. <laughs> I just like want albums based on like every song on this album, like with the sounds, like do an album with Ooh. the sounds of Two Ghosts, do an album with mm-hmm. the sounds of Kiwi, all Rocky, like do like a From the Dining Table where it's more, like, I don't know. That, that From the Dining Table reminds me more of, like, Fleetwood Mac, just because it's, like, pulled back mm-hmm. in the harmonies and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be cool. Yeah. Um, okay, how does Solo Harry differ from 1D Harry? Kind of like what I said before. It's just, like, he's doing everything for himself, and he's, like, making all the decisions. So, like, mm-hmm. he can be very like in control of everything and I feel like he's very unapologetic about it and like goes all the way like we've seen his suits mm-hmm. like his lyrics are all coming from him the stage setup the design everything is coming from him so I yeah. think you just get that to the max yeah his live shows I think like his live shows have been the most surprising thing for me just because I like they've been so incredible mm-hmm. and I think we, we we've always known he's like a good showman like he's always like strutted around stage and like been really good on stage but his solo stuff has just like been on an, on another like level and with all like the flag waving and like his suit and stuff really really cool to see and mm-hmm. different from from 1d yeah it's like everything is just like been burst open and like free to fly yeah. <laughs> um okay last question i think is what do we want from harry styles 2.0 what should he bring with him from this era? What should he leave behind? And leave behind can mean like either we didn't like it, like the misogynistic lyrics, but also like leave behind because that's like this era and we want to keep it in this era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think for me, this album um, is really, it, it's not, it doesn't sound like one genre to me. Like I think he's combined a lot of different sounds on the album which I like, it doesn't sound like it's like one sound. So I wouldn't necessarily want him to go in a different direction because I feel like that would leave like limited options (laughs) as far as like (laughs) genre because he had so many, like he has like really loud, like more like punk sounding songs and like slow acoustic stuff and like Sign of the Times, which is kind of more psychedelic. Um, So I, I think, I don't, I don't feel like I want to see anything like any major changes. Um, I feel like with like medicine and Anna, 
like those songs both sound really different from anything on his album, which is so cool that he can still, that he has like, he can write so many unique sounding songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have any, any wishes as far as like what it will sound like other than that I want it to sound good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I just want it to be Harry. Like I don't want him to try to like make a radio ready song or like right. anything true. like that. Like I want him to still be true to like him. And I feel like the album that he made, like you said, it's like got a lot of different genres on it that all sort of fit together, like mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and like I like the sound of his album. I like that there's rocky and then sort of like soft, sweeter songs. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I want more of that. I'm not like done with it, you know. Like I need more of this. Yeah, that's um, how I feel too. Yeah, I'm not like done with it either. Yeah, it's not like you know he's been. This is like his fifth album, you know. Um, right. So I feel like yeah, I just want it to be true to him. And I feel like I want like a whole new aesthetic. Like he did the whole pink thing before. So I'd love to see him do like, have another like defining sort of aesthetic for this new album. A lot of the last one was like water and pink and flowers. Mm -hmm. Um, So like next time he could pick something totally different and like go with that and like have a whole picture. Um, So then we have like really defining like eras in our head. Right. I think that would be cool, but like still all the same amount of detail that he did for this last era, but in the new one, just like make it fit for the new stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Katarina said, all I want is him being true to his being true and happy self. Um, his solo career has surprised me a lot so far and I'm not disappointed one bit. I'm really excited for what's to come, whatever that'll be, because he somehow manages to make it a little bit better with every day that passes. My only hope is that the merch will get a bit better, that some things like the uh, tour package, no, I don't know, tour something page get updated quicker, and that some things like seating charts are transparent from the start. Other than that, um, Harry Styles 2 and Harry Styles Tour 3 are a bit unpredictable for me. I just hope and guess everything will be even bigger and better and he needs to win a few solo awards. Don't want to relive the disappointment. I agree. Yeah. Solo awards yeah. for Harry. Screw the freaking yeah. Grammys for not giving him Sign of the Times. Like, yeah. What other rock songs were out this year that were good? I don't remember any. Yeah, me either. Um, Lonnie says, whatever Harry wants to sound, wants it to sound like. As for his appearance, I love his suit and his hair short. He looks better with it. Uh, Liz- okay. <laughs> Wait, that's something that I do want to see for next, for next Harry. I want his long hair back. Uh-huh. I want his long mermaid hair. I like it so much better than short hair. <laughs> it seems like he's been growing it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want him to do what he wants to yeah. do with his hair. But I, I, my personal preference is his long hair, like, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. I, I love, like, I'm loving his hair now with, like, all the little curlies always showing. I it's feel cute. Like it's really cute. I, I, I just want to, like, I don't mind what he does. Like, I really do like his hair now. Um, yeah. I've, I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it. I think I, I thought I was going to be more sad when he cut it 
then I've like enjoyed it a lot just like getting to yeah. see all the stages plus like all the comparison shots are so great where people are like these are like four years apart and it's like Harry <laughs> from like a couple years ago um, yeah and then him now just because like his hair has mm -hmm. gone to those levels again yeah. Um, and then finally, Lindsay says, less non-genuine stereotypically heteronormative songs, a la Carolina, a studio version of Medicine, a collab with John Mayer, long hair and the man bun, red carpets during promo, award show appearances, and maybe bring back some tight blue jeans again. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm down for all this. Like, that's what I think he, like, he doesn't ever do interviews. He didn't do that many. He did, like, some big ones where he, like, performed yeah. on, like, James Corden or SNL, but he didn't really do like lots of smaller interviews where you get to like sort of get more intimate with the like artists. I guess probably because like the interviewers ask like dumb personal questions, and then you find out stuff about their lives. <laughs> but like, right? He di he didn't do any like interviews like that, um, and there was no red carpet appearances, which we're all excited for, and then they didn't really happen at all. So, yeah. All right. Uh, recommendations. Do you have any? <laughs> yes. So my recommendation this week is a YouTuber and her YouTube name is Sailor J and mm. she's freaking hilarious. Like everyone used to go subscribe to her and watch her videos. I'm like so obsessed. She's so cool. She also is on Twitter. She's like really smart and like very like politically active on her Twitter. Um, but she makes these videos. The first one I found is called how to be a Hufflepuff and it's Ooh. like the funniest. Like it's so funny. It's so good. And then she's done like the other houses. She hasn't done all of them yet, but I think she's working on it. And then she does um, how to be in a, like the star signs, like how to be an Aquarius, how to be a Leo. And oh, it's, kind funny. Of, like, it's kind of like dragging like the, the people she's talking about, but like in a very like funny way. Um, mm -hmm. And then she got famous for this video, I think of like contouring, I think it was called how to get a man or something. That's like Is her most famous her? video. Yes nice yeah right. that's her um now but yeah her. definitely go subscribe to her and watch all her videos particularly the um how to be a hufflepuff and how to be i think she's done hufflepuff slytherin and ravenclaw and they're just she's so funny nice all right i followed her Excellent. um do i have a recommendation my recommendation is just going to be to like listen through harry's album full even though like you've spent some time away from it or maybe you listen to it just like as single songs um, I like when I listen back to it as a full album, um, like it just really gets me and I really have like an emotional experience. So if you haven't done that in a while, I recommend to go do that. Yeah. And let us know your thoughts on any of the questions we answered today. We'd love to hear them and make sure you go check out, um, the episode that's also going to be out now where we listen through the entire album, which we're about to do. We're going to listen live and, um, discuss everything as it's happening and you can be a part of that um so go check that out and yeah thank you so much for listening to episode 135 of talk direction you can go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com you can follow us on instagram at talk direction and individually on twitter i am at caitlin ir foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n and lucia where can they find you um, you can find me on Twitter at Lucia O L U C C I A O H, and I'm on Instagram with the same name. And you can go check out Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction, where today we're going to be 
uh, trying to order Harry songs from best to worst. <laughs> you can also rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes um, as well as on SoundCloud. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lucia. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to everyone who joined us live today. Um, sit tight because we're about to listen to the whole al- whole album live, and we will see you next time for episode 135. Bye. Bye.